0: Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 that's me, that's me, Mortimer Main coming in, ooh, feeling the tunes, liking that, liking that. Welcome back everybody to the lounge or welcome for the first time. I am your host Mortimer Maine. I am also the DJ, the MC and the selector we are working through the lounges record collection here one lp at a time per day and i go ahead and i play my favorite song from that whole record okay so curation on top of curation for your curation <laughs> yo okay so you know what we didn't watch a movie this morning we watched uh, this documentary series on the ins and outs of this absolutely ridiculous situation currently going on in 2021 called QAnon. Two words for this whole situation. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yo, I'm telling you, this can be one of those things. If anyone is listening to the show in like 15 years, they're going to be like, QAnon, what's that? I've never heard of it. And then if they do any research, they'll be like, oh my god, that actually happened. And I'm telling you right now, yes, (laughs) it actually happened. And it is happening. Anyways, moving on. I want to give a quick but sincere shout out to the listeners in Delaware. What up, Delaware? Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Okay. All right. We're in the seas. We're in the seas, and uh, today I pulled out Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Some people are like, woo, Some people are like, whew, I assume. This is a big show, though. It's going to be another twofer. I don't know if I'm going to play these guys again. I do have like three of their records one of them is a live double lp which is not gonna get spun here even though it's got some songs that i would like to play what's gonna happen here today is we're gonna be listening to two songs from 1974's so far the album's called so far it is a collection of some of their bigger hits from their earlier releases in fact it has five of the six singles that they first released in sequence so okay let's kick it off here CSNY is David Crosby formerly of the birds Stephen Stills formerly of Buffalo Springfield Graham Nash formerly of the Hollies those guys all got together in 1968 and formed CSN Then, a year later, Neil Young joined and they became CSNY. Fun fact, the Birds, Buffalo Springfield, and the Hollies all made it into the Hall of Fame as bands, so this is certainly a super group, Um, but I think as I'll kind of demonstrate... My favorite member of this band is Neil Young, without a doubt, and that's why the two songs that we're going to be playing today that were performed by CSNY were written by Neil Young. Me Stills, and Nash are a good band, but the addition of Neil Young leveled them up astronomically, I think. So I really recommend you go and listen to the song Judy Blue Eyes, Sweet. Which is Crosby, Stills, and Ash without Neil Young To get an idea of how good they are without him But the songs we're going to be listening today Are just some of my favorite Neil Young songs And to hear them played with this band is, I think, a treat Check this out So these guys formed in 69 The second show they ever played was at Woodstock Can you believe that? These guys all kind of knew each other Because Buffalo Springfield... Neil Young and Stephen Stills, former band, had played at the Monterey Pop Festival, which we've talked about when we talked about Eric Burden. At that show, actually, Neil Young quit Buffalo Springfield, and I think David Crosby filled in for him, which is pretty interesting. When they formed the group CSNY, they were signed to Atlantic with the help of David Geffen, the future music mogul, as part of their management team. These guys also played... The Altamont Free Concert in Altamont, California, 1969, infamous for death and destruction. The Rolling Stones were the headliners and they had hired the local Hells Angels chapter to do the security. One of the Hells Angels stabbed a concert goer and she died. Okay, so let's get into the songs now. The first song we're going to be listening to is Ohio. Probably, I mean, in my opinion, of course, uh, CSNY's most famous song, their most widely recognized song, because it was a big deal. Uh, we're going to talk about the history right now. This is a protest song. The song was written by Neil Young in response to the 1970 killing of four unarmed student protesters on campus at Kent State University in Ohio. Nine others were injured. It's estimated that 28 National Guardsmen fired 67 rounds into the crowd in 13 seconds. A short but deadly explosion of violence. The students were there protesting the expansion of the Vietnam War. It's bleeding over into Cambodia. And even the presence of National Guard troops on a university campus. Like, what are are they doing there anyways, right? You know what they call the Vietnam War in Vietnam? The American War. (laughs) The students were also protesting the draft. If you... You were randomly selected. You know, you could differ if you were rich or if you were a student, you could get out of service. Or if you joined, you know, a non-combat service like the National Guard or the Coast Guard. Or if you fled, you could get out of Vietnam, which was just ridiculous. Let me, allow me to opine here for a quick second. I was thinking about it about a year ago, I'm like, can we pinpoint when American hegemony so clearly won at the end of the Second World War began to decline? And I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what, I wonder if it wasn't Vietnam when the government was caught lying to the people, sending young men to their deaths for superficial reasons because it's like wars over in 45 the 50s were you know progress the american dream the 60s were a rejection of the button down straight lace you know do your duty mindset left over from the war years we had the civil rights movement a fucking hundred years after the civil war right and then uh yeah vietnam and The 70s a new decade starting that you know Vietnam took up half of that decade as well in 1968 uh, Secretary of Defense Robert McNamara I I think had you know put put together a brief uh, that said the war was already unwinnable the Vietnam War was American invasion in response to the Chinese influence Chinese Communist influence on the country China who had had their communist revolution in 1949 we're beginning to grow and expand and the idea of communism was starting to take hold and shown proving to be at least moderately successful or viable in some places if you'll allow me that so the u.s as as they are now you know looks at communism as evil and capitalism the only system for you know, the pure and virtuous, just like the people needed to run such systems. Uh, The war was a projection of power, that the US was the strongest country in the world, the military was the best, everything was the best. And so to actually be plucking kids off the street, sometimes just 17 years old, sending them off to this foreign war to get killed or to kill other people under the guise of, you know, which economic system is better, and knowing the government knowing the military knowing that it was a unwinnable war a quagmire you know much like we see the middle east now they kept drafting and kept sending kids to their death now let alone if you were able to survive vietnam you might come back wounded you might come back with a drug addiction you're almost certainly going to come back with ptsd and you're gonna you were coming back a lot of times to americans being like you know your baby killers like this war is unjust blah 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 but you were forced to go there by the draft now this kind of rings home at least a a little bit with some personal connection to me because first of all my high school principal was a draft dodger this dude was from texas he had a license plate on his or a bumper sticker on his minivan that said things are bigger in texas he didn't mind talking about it he didn't mind talking about how he fled his country because he didn't want to go to vietnam And I remember my dad telling me that for his like half semester of university that he joined a fraternity for, uh, you know, obviously just a party. They went down to, I think, North Dakota State in probably 1972. And well i think the the drinking age was still 18 so everyone could drink but my dad was laughing how all the canadian fraternity brothers you know bought 12 packs and two fours but all the american guys only bought six packs because they were worried that if they got too drunk something bad might happen and they get might get kicked out of school and then they might have to go to vietnam so to sum up in my opinion As Richard Nixon was out there, you know, lying to the people on TV, it was like, okay, we kind of control the information. There's no internet. There's a couple news stations on TV, if you have TV. There's a couple local newspapers, but for as far as international affairs were going on, the, the, the people that you assumed had the real juice was the government. So if you didn't have cameras in Vietnam or whatever, you have to rely on the word of someone else, what they're telling you, if you can't get it firsthand. So if you can lie to the people, you can scare them into believing what you want them to believe. You can scare them into believing that if we don't go into Vietnam now and stop the communist threat, tomorrow you're going to wake up with universal health care and free education and... Relatively Low Income Inequality (laughs) Just kidding. It's not that simple. But I think you get the point. I'm gonna get right into the song, okay? Here we go. Four Dead in Ohio. This is America's Tiananmen Square 20 years before Tiananmen Square, alright? Crosby's like, "Ah,
1: how many more? How many more?
0: Tons more. (laughs) Oh man. Okay, check this out. When the song came out, obviously it was very controversial. I don't think anyone had actually called out a president by name in mass media uh, such an indictment. So a lot of people were pissed. Get this, some radio stations would not play the song. Radio stations in Ohio banned the song. The same state where their own sons and daughters were murdered by the government, they didn't want to play the song because it criticized Richard Nixon. How fucked up is that? But listen to this. Radio was a crucial way to get information to people for many decades. And early radio used AM, amplitude modulation, to carry the information. A lot of the old guard early radio stations in america were am in 1963 the federal communications commission started to release chunks of let's say bandwidth to put it in uh, today's terms but channels that used a different way of well frequency modulation fm instead of amplitude now to transmit the information so you could start broadcasting on these frequencies But still in the 60s, it was relatively new. For example, cars didn't come with FM radios until 1963. So when the Kent State Massacre happened in 1970, some of the newer, younger radio stations, FM, were playing the song, and the older, old guard radio stations, AM, wouldn't play it. Ain't that some shit, eh? Old versus new, and... I just could not believe that uh, this song would be banned. I thought this song should have been played on every goddamn radio station in the country. Alright? Okay, so enough of the sad stuff. Let's get to more sad stuff. (laughs) Just kidding. Sad but beautiful. This next song... Well, you're just gonna feel it or you're not, alright? So I'm gonna play it. I'll come back. I'll talk a little... I'll I'll say goodbye to you after this one. But let's just take it... Take it down a gear and... uh, not worry about uh, the world so much for a minute or two.
1: Still need a place to go. Oh, my change.
0: Okay, so there it is. Thanks for staying with me today, kids. You know what? I, I want you to learn from that one. If you live a life of dedicating yourself to helping other people, you should never be able to feel helpless. In fact, if we all helped each other all the time, there would be no helplessness. So think about that as we go i had a lot of fun today i hope you did too i think we cracked that safe of ohio right open and learned a little bit of history maybe i think i got that story right so uh yeah that's gonna be it for today hope to see you back here tomorrow We're gonna have some more of this good stuff still in the seas one thing i want you to think about before we go when you think of the word animal what do you think of something fierce or something gentle yeah all right bring it back here one time i'll be back this is me your buddy Mortimer to saying i will see you tomorrow peace